This is the Swampscott Library's Librarians by the Sea podcast, where we share our love of a good book with you. I'm your host, Julie Travers. Hi, everyone. Today I'm here with Caroline and Janina, who are both reference librarians at the library. They've both been on the podcast before. And we are going to talk about both the book and the show, Normal People. The book is by Sally Rooney. It came out in 2019, and it was chosen as um, one of the New York Times notable books for that for last year. So it was pretty popular. Um, and then the show recently came out on Hulu about, I'm not sure, maybe two months ago. Um, so some of us have read the books. Some of us have watched the show, some both. So we'll uh, just have a, a discussion about um, each of them. Start off, I'm wondering if we want to discuss the differences and similarities between the book and the show. Just basically, what did you like about each and what did you dislike about each? Uh, I'll start. So I read the book and then I got like about four episodes, I think, into the show. Uh, before I ran out of time <laughs> to uh, before this podcast was airing, but um, I like I really I liked the book and I liked certain things about the book. Some things I was like I had some issues with. Uh, I guess we're doing spoiler warnings here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so spoiler warning. So um, I really loved just like the attention to detail that the book had. Um, to their like relationship and like it was subtly put um like their emotions were subtle but you could still read them really well like you knew what each character was thinking and feeling and even if you didn't agree with their like I didn't agree with like Connell keeping their relationship a secret in high school but I could kind of get in his headspace and understand like anxiety as to why he was doing that even if like I didn't agree with it at all. Right. And then I think in the show, I think it does it. I think they definitely show more of him having like these anxiety or panic attacks. Um, but I, I think they handled that well. I just think it was subtly, it was more subtle in the book, but I guess on screen it's, it's harder to translate that other than showing him having a, a panic attack. Mm-hmm. or an anxiety attack um but i think also <laughs> i think also in the uh in the show like it's really their relationship is really just kind of sexual and in the book we it's that but then also we see them talking more so um so yeah i didn't read the, the book um so uh the show yeah, I kind of felt I could agree with you that, like, I they both had their issues. That was definitely apparent. Yeah, I thought that, um, I would say that it's an accurate portrayal of a relationship at that age. Um, in some ways, in some ways, maybe not. Um, it starts, I think Caroline mentioned that they, the relationship starts in the, when they're in high school and then moves through their college years. And they can't really ever seem to come together, which can be frustrating for the viewer or for the reader. But I thought 
things like that do happen in real life. So I was interested to see how the story would play out because I knew it was fiction. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really well told into the book. And um, I actually thought that the show was really similar to the book. I don't know if you felt like that, Caroline. I did. Um, I mean, there's a lot of scenes that they did verbatim from the book. Um, although I was really frustrated um, with Marianne's storyline, just the bits that they took out um, that shows like the heightened tension. I mean, just, I saw, I only saw the first four episodes. So, but especially when she was young, you could feel the tension um, in the book of her family dynamic and how stressful and abusive it was. And you can kind of see the verbal abuse, but um, there's one scene that was not in the show that I think was just so telling in the book as to what Marion deals with at home. And it's um, when her brother gets the phone call that Connell beat her in one of the tests and he shoves it in her face and then she hangs up and then um, he just, they're just sort of in a staring match right there. And you really feel the tension that scene and you can sort of fill in the blanks that afterwards he probably hit her if not more, even more abuse. And I, I was kind of mad that they didn't show that. I feel like the show focused, I, I don't know if this is fair because I didn't finish it through the end, but I feel like the show focuses on Connell more than Marianne. I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the book might have more with Connell, but it definitely, I feel like it was, at least while reading it, I felt like it was relatively even. Yeah, I thought that the show um, made Marianne appear almost like, um, at times, like a manic pixie dream girl, you know, like, mm. you guys ever heard that phrase? Just kind of, she's so, especially when she's in college, she, you know, they, Connell could never figure her out or get a sense of who, who she was or why she did certain things. And he was always just kind of enthralled by her the whole time. Um, but I think in the book, Sally Rooney does a good job of sort of her backstory and um, explaining just who she was and, and her journey, basically. Yeah, like we can see from like her family, the abuse she d deals with her family, even if we only see, like actually see like the verbal abuse that she deals with, we don't see the physical abuse yet. Um, like we see like her being complicit and quiet and just dealing with whatever people are like throwing at her and just trying to get through it. And then you see that later on in her relationships with other people other than Connell. Yeah, and I also, going back to what you said, I think in high school she was much, or in the context of school with her teachers and her classmates, she was much more, um, she fought back a lot more than I think she was, she did throughout the rest of the book, like in her college years. I'm glad we got to see that scene in the yeah. show um, with her talking to the teacher about the window. But because um, I think we I remember when I was watching it and they showed that scene, I was like, oh, yeah, they like talked about that scene. But we didn't actually like see the scene in the book. Yeah. Can we talk about my all time favorite character? The real MVP of both the book and the show was Lorraine. Oh 
My God. She was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. That actress should win every single Emmy for that role. She nailed it. Every single time she was on screen, I would cry. I don't know why. It was the way she spoke to Marianne. I don't know if it's like the contrast between... And Lorraine is uh, Connell's mother, who is also the Marianne's family's... Housekeeper. Housekeeper. Um, Marianne and Lorraine's relationship was so touching to me in the show and in the book. I, I can't believe it. I think she should have just dumped Connell and just had Lorraine adopt her. <laughs> Oh, uh, like when she is talking to Connell, like at all, just like just berating him for how poorly he's treating Marianne. I just want to like hug her. Mm-hmm. Or when they run into Marianne's mom later in the show on the street after Marianne and her mom's relationship gets severed, the way she talks to her is just so, it's just so nice. I know, I didn't see that part, but I know oh. in the book. And um, Marianne's like, but what do, what do other people think of my mom? And she's like, they think that she's odd. Mm-hmm. And that's just such good, like, oh, like, that was just such a perfect thing to say to Marianne because all her family ever does is tell, tell her that she's odd and she's, you know, worthless and just not a normal, per- not normal people. And then just to see that Marianne was like the normal one and they were just terrible. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, I think I mentioned this when I just was talking about my general feelings about the show. Did you find it frustrating or realistic the way that they couldn't, Connell and Marianne couldn't seem to get themselves together to start like a true or exclusive relationship between the two of them? Um, I felt both frustrated and kind of felt like it was realistic um I guess I was just kept thinking about how when you're that young you go through so many life changes and like Connell and Marianne were like I felt like they were the type of couple that would when they ultimately got together, it would be a forever kind of thing. Like they would have the, the marriage and the kids and all of that stuff. And I felt like they were still going through so many life changes that it just, it just wasn't the right time. Like it never seemed to be the right time for them to get together. They had other things that they had to work through to get to that point where they could have like a normal a normal relationship like normal people so I kind of felt like they it was both frustrating and realistic in a way to me I I agree with that like it just like you could almost like see yourself like because I feel like almost everybody's had like moments when they're like like they want to date someone or sort of even have any kind of relationship with somebody and it's just never like a good time. Um, and then sometimes it pans out and sometimes it doesn't and mm-hmm. sometimes it's for the best. <laughs> um, and so I felt like, I felt like that was pretty realistic the way they would go back and forth with that. Um, and, but another feeling I had was I just never 
felt like Marianne should be in a relationship. I felt like she should be like seeing a psychiatrist, not O'Con- not Connell. Um, yeah. And like, I just, I wanted her to get help. Like we see Connell get help, but I wanted, I wanted to see Marianne get help. I agree with you. Yeah. I think that drove awesome. me. That's, that was, I think even <laughs> when I finished the book, I like emailed you guys immediately. And I was like, where is Marianne's like counselor? <laughs> Yeah, she she definitely needs some 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 help there, working out her issues like family issues and um, friendship issues. She's got she's got a lot of things to work out. And just uh, like I just want her to to hold her and tell her she has self self worth and mm-hmm. she's a worthy person for love and to not be treated so poorly by everybody, including Connell, except for Mary, except for Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> she treated her wonderfully. <laughs> um, I also think that going back to the way that their relationship played out, I think that they sort of, it sort of served the purpose that it was supposed to serve for them at the time. And then they had almost grown enough that it, they didn't need it anymore at the end. I would say that, especially since at the end of the book, like how old are they? Like 23? Mm, yes. So like, there's a, there was a story that someone told me. I was asking her how she met her husband and everything like that. And she was talking about how they had met in high school and um, he wanted to get serious right away. And she was like, and she knew that he was the guy that she was probably going to marry and have kids with. But she told him, I'm not ready for you yet. I still have things to do. And so they remained friends. And they went off and they, you know, went their separate ways. But finally it did happen where they got married and they've been married for a long time and they have like two kids. And I often think about, like, that's what I found myself thinking about when I was watching um, the show was that, you know how they always say like people come into your life at certain times and then they leave. I kind of felt like the Connell and Marianne were always going to, they seem to always have that dynamic of we're going to come together at this point in time because we need each other, but then we don't need each other at this point in time, or we need our to fix our own issues and then we'll come back together. They seem to be like magnets that they just, they couldn't completely stay away from each other, but yet they couldn't completely come together either. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think it shows mm-hmm. how self-aware they are as people and, definitely your friend <laughs> as yeah. to make that conclusion. Um, yeah, I, I thought that their relationship, they both helped each other in different ways um, mm-hmm. throughout the book and the movie or the show. Um, and that sort of, it just like sort of ran its course and served its purpose for them in their lives. And then that, they moved on. I know we touched on this before, but I kind of want to go into the the issues that both Connell and Marianne had at almost the same time it it seemed to be at the end of their college years Marianne is seems like she's studying abroad in Sweden and Connell is in Dublin but loses his friend to suicide and goes through a really intense um you know both mental and emotional issues so how, how do you think it was portrayed and was it portrayed in a way that you could relate to? 
Uh, I definitely, in the book, I definitely felt like Connell's uh, reaction was something I could imagine someone going through. Um, I don't think it was like, I didn't read it and think to myself, like, there's no way someone would react like this. Like, it, it did feel like valid, especially for someone like Connell and the way he handles pretty much anything. Like, um, I feel like, I feel like it was pretty, pretty accurate for Connell's character to, to, uh, feel that way and to feel the guilt from not, from like, not texting him back or emailing him back like months ago, like just from like, cause I think at some point his friend either sent an email or sent a text. Um, and then he just didn't really respond to it but it was like it wasn't like anything terrible it was just like oh we're at the pub or something and then he like didn't respond I forget exactly what it was and just like the guilt and I'm I'm really glad that he went and uh got some help after that I have a question Mm -hmm. so in the book I don't know in the when I was watching the show I kind of felt like I had a hard time like connecting with his character because he seemed, I don't know, almost disconnected from everything. And I kind of felt like I couldn't really get a handle on him. It was almost like maybe he felt too much and he couldn't emote properly. Was that the case in the book? Like what was... Uh, I do think that he could, he definitely couldn't emote to other people, but I think at least while I was reading it, um, I could tell that like, I knew, like I could sense what he was feeling and how he was handling things. And um, we would see it play out to other people, but like also understand what he was feeling inside mm-hmm. just cause like it was a book. So we could like see his inner thoughts or anything. Right. Yeah. I also think, one thing that made his character kind of confusing to me was the fact that when the book starts, he, there's like a power dynamic that puts him, uh, you know, ahead of Marianne because he has popularity um, in school and he's got friends and she's sort of an outsider. And so I sort of, I said, oh, okay, this is who this guy is. But then when they go to college, their roles are almost reversed, where he has a really hard time fitting in Um, in that situation because people, he thinks that people look down on him because he comes from, seems like a poor area of Ireland and um, yeah, just like a class division between him and the rest of his classmates. And Marianne is the one who's popular and has a lot of friends. And I thought in the book, maybe that was explained more or like, the author went into the details of how he felt about that a little bit more than um, in the show. You just sort of see him as kind of a loner and kind of walking around by himself. And he doesn't really have like any inner feelings. I don't know if you guys, if you thought, felt like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I felt like that in the show. Like I couldn't, like it almost seemed like he was just kind of drifting through life and it wasn't like he was really absorbing anything like that was going on around him. He was just kind of, like, it, I don't know. He didn't seem to be like he put a lot of thought into a, 
a lot of things. Like he just did what he had to do and he just felt disconnected from everything. That's how I felt in the show anyway. I could definitely see that um, without, if you hadn't have read the book, like feeling like that, like, cause I read it and I started to watch it. Like I could sort of fill in those blanks. Right. Um, right. But I could definitely now thinking about that. That's, that's probably, that was probably really hard for them to do and they didn't do it effectively. Right, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That montage of Kana, like, sitting in front of a window and it's raining and looking out longingly. <laughs> <laughs> All pensive and sad. <laughs> sad little Irish boy. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I could also kind of feel for Connell, too, because, like, I mean, I was far from popular in high school, but, like, I definitely had, like, a good core group of friends, um, and then when I got to college, like, I mean, I have, like, no social skills, so I, like, it took me, like, a little while to, like, make a couple of really good friends, and so, like, I can understand, like, Connell, like, even though you might have, like, friends, like, you might be able to be social in high school, going to a new place is, like, a little jarring. Mm. especially probably with his social dynamic like mm-hmm. right he can't stay for the weekends he doesn't have a lot of money like especially like at trinity i'm sure all the hoity-toity people are like paying mm-hmm. to like go to the expensive pubs and clubs and stuff especially at um i think that was pretty clear when they go to marianne's family's villa in italy over the summer oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i couldn't that's uh yeah, a level of wealth that is kind of extreme to see in person. Probably like they kept saying that she was really wealthy and they had like a nice big house, but then it didn't really click with me just how wealthy she was until then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same. I would like to touch on the fact that in the show, um, they made several references to Marianne being kind of not very good looking. And I know. And I'm a beautiful actress. I know. I'm like, are you like really? I know. But I mean, I guess if you've been abused your whole life and told that you're ugly and that you're worthless, you're you're probably gonna think that, even if you're a beautiful actress. Right. Right. Yeah. I just find it hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's typical Hollywood, you know. (laughs) casting and and we're, we're as the audience somehow we're supposed to buy this even though we're like really luscious brown thick hair like and right right yeah we can pull off like the fringy bang kind of thing which no one can pull off. Right, right. I'm going to try, though. Don't be shocked if I come b- back to work and I have that hairstyle, because I was like, <laughs> i got to cut my hair like that. <laughs> Without giving too much away, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have either read the book or seen the show, but um, what did you think of the end of it? Do you think that either of them will thrive without each other? Because, uh, spoiler alert, they don't, end up together. Uh, Connell takes a uh, opportunity to, to go to graduate school in New York City and Marianne stays back in Dublin. Um, so just wondering what you thought about that. Uh, I feel like that 
uh, I feel like that was actually a really satisfying way, at least for me, for the book to end. Because, like, I didn't really need them together. I really just, I think that book is more, or the book is just more so focused on having them grow as individuals versus, like, growing into a relationship together. Mm -hmm. So I just, uh, I really actually liked it. And I liked that Marianne was, like, the one that was, yeah, just go. Oh, sorry. I was going to say she kind of had to be, um, because I I think that Connell would have stayed if she had never said anything or said or asked him to stay. It was such an opportunity, a good opportunity for him that he um, shouldn't pass up, so. I had mixed emotions. Um, At first, I was kind of, I was kind of annoyed because I was like, oh, they finally got to this place where they're, like, Connell's actually able to show affection for her and um because I remember that being an issue where you know in high school like he obviously didn't want to acknowledge that they had a relationship um to their to his friends and everything like that so but he had like a real problem with like showing public displays of affection and I kind of felt like they finally got to that place where they were in sync and now you've jipped me of my happy ending that mm-hmm. I'm a hopeless romantic. So you jipped me out of this happy ending that I have watched this whole series for. And, but then at the same time, I was like, well, that makes sense for the course of their relationship, how they would constantly come together and come apart. I was like, well, this, this makes sense. And again, life changes. Like how could he not go for that? You know, they, they had their own thing going. They were, they were in a semi good place with themselves. So how could he not go on and do that? So then it made sense within the context of their entire relationship. But of course, you know, me being the hopeless romantic in my mind, they thrive, but they still come together at some point again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that scene when, because Marianne had some growing to do with her own friend group that she had throughout college. But at the scene where they're celebrating her birthday in the cafe, and it's a you know a mix of her friends, her good friends, and his friends, and um, yeah, I just said, oh, maybe this is the happy ending, and then there's a part two of the story. So. I don't know. I, I, I agree. I liked the way that it ended, but it could be seen as disappointing to some people if you were really wanting to have that love story wrap up nicely. Right, right. I do well, agree, um, especially with like Marianne still needing to grow. I feel like that was so accurate when she like realized like half her friend or like the majority of her friend group was like garbage. Like, and I feel like that's something that you do, especially you like towards like your mid like once you start like getting into like your mid 20s like or even earlier than that um you sort of start to weed out all right who are people that I actually care about and who I actually like want to spend my life with as friends like right mm-hmm. I wanted more of that <laughs> I didn't really I like I didn't really care about Mary like Marianne and Connell like I, that was I don't know I just wanted more Marianne so I do have a question in the book. The the guy that Marianne is with, um, the friend that that horrible friend that hated Connell, um, and she was at the villa with. 
it was he um very abusive to her because i got because i mean in what we saw on the show he was kind of he was abusive towards her and i was wondering if that was more laid out in the book and not he definitely a, was very controlling yeah okay uh i don't i don't know if he was physically abusive but he was definitely like not great I think that was a nice contrast with something that they added in the show that wasn't in the book. And it was Connell's like right before they had sex for the first time. And Connell said, you know, like at any point we can stop, like tell me if you're uncomfortable, like, and it was just such a nice moment that I want in every single thing I watch now. Yeah. I thought the show and the book did a good job of um, portraying consent in an appropriate way. And, Mm -hmm even in some of the more dangerous sexual situations that Marianne, Marianne put herself in, she still had consent. But, yeah, yeah, yeah but like, Marianne was definitely working something out, and this girl needs some serious help. And because it was, it was hard to watch her being treated like that. Like, it was just, it was very, like, disturbing and kind of, like, bracing myself for, like, the absolute worst. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that. Like, I just wanted to pull her out of the pages and give her a hug. Yeah, yeah. I think I felt that most in the show with her relationship with her mom. I just felt that the show did a a clear job of saying, okay, this is like basically the end of their relationship. Marianne is estranged from her family at this point, and she's all alone in the world without, besides Connell. And the book, I thought she probably wouldn't go back and see her family, but it wasn't as clear as the way it is in the show. Oh, I also had a feeling, like, something that, it didn't necessarily bother me, but, like, something that I almost feel like was, like, a missed opportunity in the book was um, when she and Connell are both trying to go out for, like, an award and like the award, like the scholar, it's like a scholarship. And like, if you get the scholarship, you don't have to pay for housing or like your tuition or something. Like you just have a lot more financial freedom. And I thought, oh, this is great because Marianne can get this and then she can step away from her family. Like she doesn't need to be dependent on them. Mm. But that didn't seem to be the case. At least not at that point. No, you're, you're and right. And like, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm glad, like, I can't, like, either, I think, like, if you're writing a story like that, either, like, have her do it so she can get financially free of her family, or have her get it over Connell, and Connell just be like, but I need it. Right. right. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just from, like, a storytelling, like, view. I think Sarah Rooney was just trying to make this as realistic as possible, and it is possible for them to both get it. And mm-hmm. I think Connell, like, he doesn't really push it, but he does, like, call her out on it a little bit. I don't know if he does in the show, but in the book. Like, he doesn't really dwell on it. I think it's, like, a paragraph that they might talk about it, but... Yeah, the book is, they do more with sort of, like, the, the class divide between them. And who would need, mm-hmm. need the scholarship more? Well, yeah, I, I love the book. I highly suggest it. I think I saw that Sally Rooney was interviewed about her writing style, and she said 
she feels that her books are like 19th century British novels, uh, but set in the present day. And I agree with that. I think it's like, this could be written in any time period and it would still be this, you know, have the same elements of the story. And I, I just really liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you guys like, how did you guys feel with two things the way she writes? She does not use quotation marks when people are talking. Uh, you just sort of have to like preface it at like, I mean, they you do that normally with writing. Um, you say, he said, she said, you know, so-and-so stated. Uh, but like they also get quotation marks, but here you're like, there were no quotation marks. And then also I feel like it was almost kind of abrupt, like the going back and forth in time. Like, do you guys feel like you could follow it well, or did it take a while or did you feel really comfortable with it? It took a a little while for me to understand who was talking when without the quotation marks, but I understood why she did it. I think it kind of gave it, I mean, just a little book. It's, you know, just like a little, this little cute book, but there's so much packed into it. And I just think it gave it kind of just like a flowing sort of feeling throughout the book that I liked. Yeah, it definitely took me maybe like a chapter to get used to it. But then after that, it was fine. I feel like sometimes I would like whenever it went back and forth. Um, at first, it took me a little while to get used to that. But then it it was I think it was handled pretty well. Mm. Oh, I'm curious to look at that now, because usually like books like there was a book that I picked up once that had that no no quotation things and it drove me crazy I was like I can't read this book so I'm curious now to like check that one out and and see does the show happen pretty linearly or is it is it does it go back and forth in time a little bit I felt like it was linear me too because I feel like a lot of the chapters were structured that we saw what happened at the end of that time slot and then it goes back to the beginning of the time like I feel like each chapter was its own like week or conversation and then we would see that conversation and then it would go back leading up to what they were talking about yeah I don't think the show was like that it kind of was more a year in their college you know this is their sophomore year or whatever and then or this is the right. summer between their junior year or whatever um yeah so I've got her new book coming to me soon uh it's called conversations with friends and she's really the author sally rooney is really young and um she has plenty of time to write other books <laughs> so i'm sure she's excited will. yeah okay thanks so much both of you for doing this i appreciate it thank you yeah. <laughs> yay happy to do it <laughs>